welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you tuning in for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're tuning in on iTunes and Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And for those of you who are regulars, thank you guys for supporting our podcast as we're now in our third year running. We really appreciate that. And I just want to say you guys are awesome. Thank you. Uh, When we first started, uh, started this podcast project in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was to encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories. And, you know, I could just say we've been doing that for the last two years and into our third year. I see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. And so my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. I believe they're right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting that done. And I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. And so that's why we do this every week. Uh, So this week we're going to visit with Rusty Isaacs and his company, Mountaineer Roasting. Rusty, are you ready to get down to business? Let's get started. Yeah, Rusty, so I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. I've heard a lot about you, haven't had a chance to meet you, but uh, I've, uh, I'm excited to get to get down to your story and, and tell that to the folks listening today. Rusty Isaacs is one of the owners of Mountaineer Roasting. They're located in Morgantown, West Virginia, and of course that's in Montegalia County. Rusty Isaacs was born in Charleston, West Virginia, and he lived there his entire life until he came to West Virginia University in 2011. Eventually, he graduated with a degree in international development. While he was at school at WVU, he was a leader in youth ministry, which is called Young Life, and he was, he was also uh, very involved in a student-run coffee company called First Hand. Rusty spent some time on a coffee farm in Nicaragua that they sourced their coffee from, and that was the moment that really solidified his desire to work in the coffee industry. Right out of college, he worked as a craft beer salesman for a beer distributor. All the while, he kept looking for that opportunity to break back into the coffee industry. When he was offered a new job at a new university building on campus at West Virginia University at a new coffee shop, through a long series of events that went from being a barista to a manager to opening the roastery to being an owner of that roastery. The roastery, Mountaineer Roasting, has now been operating for more than two years, and they just opened their first coffee shop this past August. I invited Rusty on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Rusty, take a minute, film some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, Jim, I think you've covered just about everything there. But, yeah, we've had the uh, coffee roastery open for over two years now. Uh, I was originally Mm -hmm. just running it by myself. Um, I've got business partners, but I was the only active employee of it 
Um, and then in August, we opened our first coffee shop uh, at the same location where the roastery is in the WVU crossings here on campus mm-hmm. at uh, the Evansville campus at WVU. Um, and now we're working on uh, opening a new spot and expanding. So we've got a lot of exciting stuff happening. The coffee shop has been very well received. Uh, it's been great to have some employees to get people trained up and to just have some people working on the business with me mm-hmm. um, and to mentor some people under me as well and I'm really excited about uh, where we're going with it yeah rusty so that's uh, that's a great uh, great lead in so talk a little bit about um you know how in the world you got into the coffee business anyhow i mean i kind of talked a little bit about it but what really got you into uh this idea of being a a roasting company a, a coffee shop just being in the coffee industry yeah so when I was a, I believe, a freshman in college, a shop in Charleston opened called Moxie. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was home over the summers, I would go there a lot and I got to know a few of the people that worked there. And then a buddy of mine who was much more into coffee than I was at the time kept taking me there and showing me, uh, you know, that coffee is, is something bigger than what I, I thought it was. And I, I had an experience with the owner where he he brewed up this fantastic coffee for me and it was unlike anything I'd ever had before. He was so generous and gave me a bag of it to take home for free. And he was just excited that I was excited about coffee. And then shortly after that, I started working there in the summers when I came home uh, from school at WVU. And then when I was uh, here in Morgantown, my junior year, I started working at the grind here in town. So I was working two different barista jobs at one point. Uh, just because I wanted to be around coffee. And Mm. through that, I got connected to a lot of really good friends that are still working in the coffee industry. Um, One of them, my buddy Nick, is uh, roasting up a commonplace in Pittsburgh now. And uh, a couple other guys that I've I've worked with are still working in the industry or started their own companies. And so it's cool uh, to see how that's gone. Uh, but we really just nerded out together. We we listened to podcasts, we watched videos, we read books, and just wanted to learn more about coffee. Um, and so when I got the opportunity in college to work with uh, firsthand through one of my professors, Dr. Bradley Wilson, um, I jumped on it immediately. And then he talked about the possibility of going down to Nicaragua uh, to the coffee farm that we've been working with. And um, he'd been down there several times and they have a great relationship with them doing a lot of great projects down there. And I was studying international development. And so uh, incorporating development uh, methods through the coffee industry was kind of what my capstone was on. And I was very fascinated by it. Um, And so going down there was a really, really big eye opener. I've been um, overseas before um, to Europe and to South America, but the Nicaragua was a completely different experience, uh, especially with the the deep history there between um, just the the wars that have happened there and how that's affected the daily lives of people, and then the growth of the coffee industry, and then the struggles of the coffee industry. It's just been uh, it was a really really cool experience uh, to be down there and get to know get to know the family that owned that farm. And that was one of the moments that was the most eye-opening to me of, wow, this industry is is so much bigger than I thought it was. And Mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, about being a barista, like you can, Mm -hmm. not just owning a coffee shop or whatever. There's, there's so many different people that make this industry what it is. And I was like, I would love to find some spot in that for myself. Uh, But then when I graduated, I, um, you know, as every kid does everyone's asking them what they're going to do now and i had no idea and so yeah. uh the girl the girl that i wanted to propose to was still here in morgantown so i decided to stay here in morgantown and uh, i got a job at a, as a craft beer salesman at ralph's here in town mm-hmm. and it was a great experience just because i got sales experience and 
I got to know a lot of business owners here in town of almost every bar and restaurant. So that helped me a lot initially getting some wholesale customers with the roastery. But when I was given the opportunity uh, to work at this coffee shop, I just jumped on it immediately because mm. I wanted to be back in coffee so desperately. I'd been mm. driving around in that Sam Adams truck all day long, uh, just wondering, <laughs> just listening to coffee podcasts and wondering wh- where I could find my way back into the industry. Oh. So that's kind of how it happened. And then, you know, when I got I got hired up at the shop, it was a very quick series of events that led to this business opening mm. Uh, mm. just through my relationship with the, the owners. So, Wow, that's uh Thank you for sharing all that detail. Yeah. It's a fantastic story. I, just, I love how it's all come full circle. And it, it's clear to me, you know, that coffee to you is not about getting caffeinated. It's a it's a whole way of life, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's an incredible thing that you're doing. And, and I'm really so glad to have you here today again to talk about how, how you, um, you know, how you're growing this thing. So, Rusty, just... Uh, out of curiosity, I'd like to know how you whittle all that story down to your 30-second pitch for Mountaineer Roasting. If you could just sum that up, what is what is it that you tell people that you do? Hmm. Well, I mean, I've said that I kind of do everything for the business um, mm-hmm. as far as being head rooster and head janitor at the same time. But, um, I mean, I th- my goal with the business is, is that we uh, are going to be a high-end specialty coffee company in West Virginia that pushes the specialty coffee industry forward in our state. Mm. Uh, Because for the majority of the state, that is a very unfamiliar term, uh, specialty coffee, you know. Mm. Um, And so we really want to be an industry leader in the state and push it forward and grow the industry here to somewhere that it's it's never seen before. and so that, you know, that's kind of like the, one of the missions of our business. So. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Now, where are you sourcing your coffee from? Is it just Nicaragua or is it, you have others? Oh, no, we are, yeah, uh, we're going through, yeah. yeah, we're going through a company called Cafe Imports. Um, they are one of the most reputable specialty coffee importers. Um, they're very, very, very transparent about where they get all their coffees from and you can, get just insane detail about uh, where all the money goes and everything. Mm. Um, so we've, we're purchasing all our coffee through them at the moment. Um, it's very difficult um, to import directly as such a small company because you really need to be able to buy about half of a shipping container or so of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have helped us organize our first uh, direct relationship coffee. Um, I like to call it that instead of direct trade just because of the um the weight that goes with that and all the details we didn't directly bring the coffee in but we did cut out a few middlemen and we did pay the farmer the price that he asked for for the coffee Mm. uh it was a farmer named uh, ricardo down in uh, antigua guatemala we went down there last fall and uh we hung out at his farm for a while he's been in his family for three generations and uh we picked out a coffee of his and we bought an entire lot of it and i just spoke with him last week and we're going to be going back down and we're going to uh choose some new coffee and buy from him every single year Mm -hmm. um i'm also trying to go uh, visit Costa Rica soon to uh, visit a few farmers. And our goal is for all of our coffees at some point to be in, in some way, shape or form, that kind of direct relationship, you know, yeah. so um, get the reliable, it's, it's important for them to have reliable purchasers of their coffee. Yeah. So Awesome. What would you say, Rusty, is the thing that you're most excited about for Mountaineer Roasting right now? Uh, I'm most excited about our expansion right now. Um, it's been very exciting to have employees just because I've been doing this by myself for a while. 
just as the the roastery, but um, you know, just doing wholesale for the most part and running the website. But now that we have the coffee shop and we saw people's excitement for that, we are looking for a new spot to expand the roastery and to open a brand new beautiful coffee shop and bar. So mm. um, extremely excited about that. We're we're thick into that right now. So. Awesome, man. That sounds great. So talk a little bit about the uh, market that you serve right now. Is it, you know, as far as the geography goes, obviously you're located in Morgantown, but what's the geographic market that you are able to deliver your products to and where are you seeing your customers from? Well, for the coffee shop specifically, we're on campus uh, right beside the rec. And so that's, a you know, 80% or more student traffic, uh, which has been fantastic. They love it. We love having them. Um, but we do want to be able to get off campus and serve the, the general public of Morgantown uh, more accessibly. Um, so but as far as the roastery goes, when you were talking oh, about your new location. That that's going to be an yes, off campus. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. That's going to be that's going to be off campus, and it'll be accessible to all of Morgantown. Um, we cool. haven't announced where it is yet, just because we're still working out details, and we don't want it to fall through if we, yeah, sure. you know, announce the thing. So, but it'll be on our social media once uh, once we're getting it going. So. Um, and then as far as the roastery goes, we serve, uh, I believe over 40 clients within West Virginia. And then we've got, uh, five or six outside of the state right now. Um, but then through the website, people, we get orders from all around the country through the website. So. Hmm. Awesome, man. How many, you mentioned, uh, you're starting to hire employees. How many employees do you have now? I've got five right now. So that's all. But when we move to the new spot, we'll probably hire at least another five employees. So that's very cool, man. Uh, way to go on that for sure. What's, Rusty, what would you say is the the best business moment you've had so, so far since uh, you know starting Mountaineer Roasting Company? I think so far it's been receiving that coffee from Ricardo because it was such a, a slow development of uh, getting set up with that contact in the first place, getting to talk to him on the phone, flying down there, getting to meet him and his family. Uh, him being so gracious and hospitable to us, us picking the coffee, bringing it back, and just getting to see that come full circle to a package uh, and something I can serve to my customers was probably one of the most satisfying things so far. Uh, mm. But I mean, I am I am incredibly excited uh, to be actually designing, you know, a new shop and stuff. So yeah. that's going to be the next big moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I always like to ask this question, and even though our our podcast is called Positively West Virginia. I always like to ask people about their worst business moment because I think sometimes that uh, those lessons that we learn uh, going through the tough times can be invaluable. And part of this show is uh, about sharing those experiences. So take us to that place of your worst business moment, Rusty, and kind of talk about that story, if you will. Yeah. um, So I think that, you know, we haven't had any Terrible moments, but I think the hardest moment for me starting out was about six months after we launched the roastery. Um, I was sitting actually over at the grind downtown um, on the bar there, and I spent about three hours trying to compose a message to my business partners to tell them that I needed more money to continue uh, to grow the company uh, because uh, it was it was a little harder than I expected to sell people on a product that they've never experienced, you know, specialty coffee people, a lot of people are just used to paying very, very little money for uh, not very high quality coffee and trying to show people why it's worth, why it's worth the money and gaining wholesale partners was a little more difficult than I expected. Um, and so, uh, yeah, sitting there trying to 
to formulate that message was uh, was hard and it was humbling, but um, they responded very positively and we've obviously, we're here now, so that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, so if you could t- tell us in like one sentence, Rusty, what was your one takeaway from that, that, uh, that little bit of an uh, you know, experience that you had there? I think it would be that, um, you know, failure is okay as long as you learn from it. Yeah. Um, I'm a brand new to this business owning thing, to entrepreneurship. And, um, I've, you know, I'm, I'm learning every single day as I go and I had no idea what I was doing when I started. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I would just yeah, say yeah, that, exactly. you know, accept that, uh, you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but that's okay as long as you learn from them and grow from that. Mm-hmm. Yep. John Maxwell, a great leader, leadership guru has a saying, sometimes you'll win, sometimes you'll learn. <laughs> Nice. Right? That's good. Yeah. So you, you don't really lose, you learn. So I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. Rusty, I want to take a second and just mention some of the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia. And they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Rusty Isaacs. He is one of the owners at Mountaineer Roasting, based in Morgantown, West Virginia. All right, Rusty, let's get back to it. What do you have as the, you know, in terms of the vision for Mountaineer Roasting? What's the vision uh, that you have for your company long term? Um, we plan on having multiple locations throughout the state. Um, we're only, you know, about six months into having our first coffee shop, and so this idea of expansion is intimidating enough. But we do, we do have long-term goals of uh, having multiple locations spread out throughout the state. Um, and then beyond that, just I, I believe that the, growing the roastery significantly, and um, one of the things that we really want to focus on, me and my my manager uh, Lucas, have been. Sp- talking with each other a lot about is making sure that we're, we're going to have a really healthy company culture that's uh, noticeably different than other companies um, as we grow too. Yeah. Yeah. They say uh, culture eats strategy for lunch, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I like what I'm hearing there. That, that's, a, that's important. So speaking of yeah. the culture, you can talk about the coffee culture and, you know, um, specialty coffee, specialty coffee is a relatively new um, business venture, I guess, or category, if you will. Um, you know, it's long gone are the days of Folgers and Maxwell House dominating, right? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, maybe it's, and I don't know a whole lot about the coffee culture in America, especially, but, you know, when you go to Europe, when you go to South America, you know, coffee in uh, Rome, Italy is a lot different than it is at the Sheets, yes. right? Yes, extremely. <laughs> and uh, one of the best cups of coffee I've ever had in my life was this little uh, little coffee shop in Venezuela in Caracas. Oh yeah. And uh, and it's like, wow, this is this is like coffee. This is the way it's supposed to be. And then of course I've I've been out in Seattle and got to visit the first Starbucks and you know ever uh, right there in in uh, downtown Seattle area um, mm-hmm. and so forth. But you know, talk a little bit about how this is exploding onto you know really the American scene with with specialty coffee and what it what it means and what you're you know obviously you're drawn to it for a reason you got you got the, the bug early on uh, at you know in Charleston working at Moxie and so forth and if you don't mind just kind of tell, tell us a little bit about how you really uh, you know what that all means to you the the culture of coffee. 
Yeah, so I'm just going to start real quick by saying um, right after I started the coffee roastery, mm-hmm. I got the opportunity to go to uh, what's called the Specialty Coffee Expo. Uh, they do that every year. Um, it alternates between the West Coast and the East Coast, and mm-hmm. it was out in Seattle. And I managed to get in with a, uh, a company called Rocket. They make espresso machines. And then a buddy of mine lived in Seattle, and so I was able to get out there fairly cheaply. Um, but when I walked through the doors of that, that expo, I was blown away at how <laughs> massive the coffee industry is outside yeah. of the state of West Virginia. And that was really a huge moment for me to realize like what we can do here, you know, how, there, how much room there is in West Virginia for the growth of this industry. Um, and it has grown much a lot in West Virginia over the past several years uh, with a bunch of great companies. Uh, you know, we have Quantum here in Morgantown. Uh, there's Tip Top's got two locations throughout the state. Mia Cuppa down in Charleston is a great partner to our business. They're doing great stuff. Uh, Coin Coffee in Bridgeport. If I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. But uh, those are just some companies that are doing a really great job that are all fairly new uh, in the grand scheme of things. But we can we still have a long way to go uh, to to meet up to what some other uh, major cities in in our country are doing with specialty coffee, but yeah, so that was a that was just a huge eye opening experience for me to realize how significant this industry is, um, and I'm really excited. I'm taking I'm taking my manager there this this spring, and so I can't wait to see his reaction when we walk through there. <laughs> That's um, awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, I appreciate you but, sh- giving those guys a shout out. And I'll also uh, mention yeah. uh, one of my one of my buddies. He's been on the show before. Is Ryan Ryan Lemley with uh, Ridge Roasters? Yeah, yeah. I've met Ryan yeah, times. yeah, they're like a little a micro, micro roaster here in Morgantown. And, yeah, and they're doing it too. And uh, that, that's really cool. And it's it's really neat to to see that uh, and what your vision and your experience and kind of that. I appreciate that backstory because I think that makes a, makes a lot of sense and gets everybody fired up about what you're doing. For sure. How do you um, how do you go about? Uh, you know, obviously you're on a college campus, so you've kind of got that environment. But as you go forward, what's the game plan to attract new customers? What what do you see as a strategy there that you're going to be using? Uh, well, I think being off campus is definitely going to be significant. We've got a great group of uh, customers that come up to our our spot here, but mm-hmm. we're kind of capped out at how many people can come through. Um, and so being off campus is going to be significant. Get introduced to a new audience of people. Um, and we do plan on kind of just expanding, um, well, we're, we're expanding the coffee program and we're going to expand our craft beer program as well. So we're going to have equal parts, uh, high end specialty coffee bar and a high end craft beer bar. Um, and so through that, we just want it to be a, a place that people walk into and they are immediately greeted with fantastic hospitality and that they can see that the employees are enjoying working at this business and that is attractive and that they want to just be around it, you know? Um, and so I think I'm, I hope that we can achieve that and that will be the kind of place that people want to return to because of that hospitality. Um, I will shout out to uh, smooth ambler, the distillery down in, um, down in Lewisburg. I stopped in there with my wife. We stopped in, about 10 minutes after they had closed and we were there for about 45 minutes and it was one of the best hospitality experiences I've ever had. Mm. And it makes me want to just tell everybody about how great their brand is. So, um, that's just kind of the, the feeling that I want people to, to get when they walk into our business, they want them to feel welcome, to feel comfortable and to feel like they're, we appreciate them being there and that they're going to want to return. One of the best compliments that I think I've, I've ever gotten in our business is, uh, when people say that uh, they love seeing our employees because it it looks like they want to be there. Yeah, so that's huge, great stuff. 
What's one of the biggest challenges you face moving forward, Rusty? Uh, I think it's still probably with the roastery. Um, our, you know, our co- like I said, our coffee shop was very well received from the beginning. Um, but it's not terribly hard to sell to sell a really tasty latte to somebody. But uh, pitching people on buying specialty coffee for their business, for their restaurant, mm. for their office, whatever it is, when they're not accustomed to spending that money on coffee is, is difficult. Uh, but the biggest thing is just getting it in front of people. One, I've noticed when I can actually sit people down, have a tasting, we go through it, they realize the quality. Mm. Um, but that's it's always a grind getting people to uh, uh, to appreciate the product and see why it can help their business and reflect well on their business. Um, so I would say that that's it because with wholesale it's been interesting. Um, sometimes you have a customer that comes out of the blue, buys your coffee the next day, and then I've had customers that I've spent over a year working on, and then they finally come through as a customer. So yeah, um, I would say yeah, growing wholesale, but but honestly, that's part of our whole mission is if we can push the industry forward in the state, then we can increase awareness, especially coffee, and more businesses are going to want to carry it. So absolutely, what's one piece of advice you would give to uh, young people like yourself uh, who are thinking about starting a company and uh, and staying here in West Virginia? What's What's one piece of advice you would give them, Rusty? Um, I think that I would have to say that you need to be pretty solid on knowing why you're you're doing what you're doing every day, because it, you know, it's really fun at first, and then it can get really really hard at times. And there's a lot of times where uh, you're working really hard and it feels like nobody is watching you and it feels like nobody can see how hard you're working or cares as much as you do. And so I think if you remember why you're doing what you're doing, then it's going to help you get out of bed every day and continue to work really, really hard because it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, there's obviously great stories about businesses that explode overnight, but for the average business, it's a slow, steady growth. And uh, I think, you know, having the patience and knowing that it takes it takes a lot of intention uh, and time to develop the relationships with your customers and other businesses that are going to make your brand successful. Yeah, that's great advice, man. What's one thing you do every day that you think uh, contributes to the success that you're having? Um, I would just say I just try to absorb as much content as I can through podcasts and books um, and through speaking with other business leaders. Um, I love sitting down with people that run awesome companies, uh, Grace that runs the apothecary here in town. I love sitting and talking, talking with her or, um, uh, you know, I know some of the guys that own big timber and short story and just, I love hearing, um, these other small businesses and just like, what are the struggles that they deal with and, um, what are the little challenges that they have and how we can relate in that? Uh, mm. but yeah, really a lot of leadership podcasts too. So mm. that's great, man. What's one book or podcast that you'd recommend? For aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, podcast. It's kind of coffee specific, but it's turned into a leadership podcast. It's called uh, the Cat and Cloud Podcast. So it's kind of funny name. Some guys that own a coffee shop out in Santa Cruz, California. Um, they started the podcast when they were opening their company, and it was very coffee nerdy. But now it's it's morphed into a leadership podcast, mm. and their content is phenomenal. Um, and especially with, uh, what pertains to company culture. And I've certainly learned a lot from them that I'm trying to implement in my own company. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, thank you for, for sharing that. What's yeah. one, what's one resource that you use rusty in your business that you just can't live without? Maybe it's a piece of technology or something like that. 
Um, there would probably be two. The one that's really coffee specific is a program called Cropster. It's just the the best roasting software that there is, and I we couldn't do what we do without it. Um, just the ability to record and read all the little details of a roast, build a recipe, and then replicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on, besides that, one that is more um, known to people would be ShipStation um, because it, it's a way for me to receive orders, uh, process them, create a label, and get them sent out like all in one program. Mm-hmm. And so it makes the ease of filling my online orders um, much, much, much better. So Very cool. Yeah, I've heard of that uh, ship station before. That's that's cool. So I got to ask you, what's, you know, um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite coffee that you guys roast up? Well, right now it's uh, Ricardo's coffee because I'm just so excited that we have it. Um, we rotate. So we've got um, our house coffee and our house espresso mm-hmm. and a decaf, but then we, we rotate single origins and we'll, we'll have two to three at least um, at all times. Uh, and so those are going to rotate based on seasonality okay. and, uh, just kind of what we, what we like at the moment. Uh, right now we've only got two or three as our business grows. We'll probably have three to five, um, maybe more. So, so what are some of those? You have an Ethiopian Yergeshev. I mean, 18, yeah, so we, 1867 right now, your house blend. Yep. Talk that a is our bit. house blend. Yeah, talk a little bit about those. Yeah, so the house blend specifically is one that I'm really proud of because mm-hmm. we designed it to um, to be as approachable as possible while still being very high quality. So everything we do is pretty much light roasted coffee um, because we think that that expresses the flavors of the coffee best. Um, but we choose a specific uh, Colombian coffee that is very kind of sweet and chocolatey tasting. Uh, so for people who are specialty coffee drinkers, they can drink it, appreciate it, and enjoy it. But for somebody who has never had high-end coffee before, it's not going to scare them away. It's not going to be too bright or acidic mm. or fruity. It's just really nice and balanced, and almost every single person I've given it to has really enjoyed it. It's our best-selling coffee by far. Awesome. Uh, it's the number one coffee I sell to businesses and to restaurants and other coffee shops. So. Yeah, that's great. So, so a couple of other things I, I want to ask you about with regard to your business model. Um, you know, Coffee subscriptions seem like that is a – you know, a hot thing right now. Yeah. Do you guys have like something like that? Or are you partners with some of the companies like Misto Box and things of that nature? Not yet. Uh, we are working on that right now, though. We're actually in the middle of redesigning our website. And so one of the things we're going to launch when we launch the new website is a coffee subscription service. So mm-hmm. if you stay tuned to social media, you'll see when that's launched in the next few months here. So Awesome. Yeah, so we're, we're helping you promote that that concept right here, right on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's great, man. Um, so, Rusty, we've, we've covered a lot in this interview. Um, I really appreciate you sharing some of the insights uh, and some of the, you know, the, uh, the behind the curtains, so to speak, look at your company. And, and I think that there's a lot to be gained out of that. Is there anything else that you think our listeners should know about your story with Mountaineer Roasting? Uh, no, I don't think so. Besides the fact that, um, I just love for everyone to, uh, follow along social media or in person if you're in Morgantown Mm -hmm. and just see where we're going to go with this because we're going to do some cool stuff and we're really excited about it. We're really, really young business, but we've got a lot of big ideas and 
big dreams. And so we're very determined to make them happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. Excellent. Um, one other thing I want to ask you before we uh, before we wrap this up is, what is your favorite way to just? Not, I'm not talking about you know an espresso or a latte or something like that. What's your favorite way to just brew a reg, regular old plain cup of coffee? Uh, it would be the Chemex. So that's actually a brewing device that's been around since I think the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, a manual pour over. Um, I've it's just my favorite because that's what I use every day at home. It's a little big, big little bit bigger. And, uh, I make my wife and I two cups of coffee in it every single morning. And so <laughs> it has that kind of comfort vibe to it as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, that's great. Um, and it's kind of a loaded question cause I figured you were going to say that. Um, I had my first pour over at tip top. You mentioned those guys down in uh, yeah. Tucker County and I became a, an addict of the Chemex myself. And I've got a couple of them. It's always fun to, to, um, to do that, uh, kind of a, uh, process with somebody who's never seen it before. They're like, "What in the world are yeah, you doing?" You know? <laughs> I'm blooming. I'm blooming. Get a lot. Get a lot of questions when you yeah, pull that thing. Up. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's that's good. Thanks for uh, humoring me on that question. Um, as we wrap up, Rusty, um, how can our listeners learn more about your company and maybe even get in touch with you? Yeah. So, uh, best way to follow along what we're doing is going to be either on Facebook or Instagram, Mountaineer Roasting, um, just at Mountaineer Roasting. Uh, we've got uh, my employee Nathan is a phenomenal photographer. He puts great content on uh, on our Instagram, and we're going to be updating about the expansion stuff when we redo website, when we launch new coffees, new merchandise, anything that'll all go on the social media. But the website is uh, just mountaineerroasting.com, and so you can get on there right now, order coffee, and the contact form goes straight to my phone. So yeah, that's great, and we'll make sure we have uh, links to that in the show notes section of the uh, podcast on PositivelyWV.com as well. Rusty, it's been a great honor to have you on the show today. I think what you're doing is really great. I love the fact that you're born in West Virginia, grew up here, went to school at WVU, and now you're sticking around building a company right here in the Mountain State. I think it's awesome, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Rusty Isaacs and his company Mountaineer Roasting in Morgantown, West Virginia, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.